0: The professional's choice. What's up, guys? So I think probably we all know somebody that's had a respiratory issue in their life. Maybe your kid, maybe yourself, family member. I have um, growing up. I've had my tonsils out, adenoids in my nose out. And I have seasonal allergies now, which is a bummer because they flare up at certain times but I also have an allergy to dust which clogs up my my nose like 90% of the year it's very frustrating actually so when I wear these COVID masks and I take them off I have a really valid reason hey my nose is stuffed I can't breathe I got to take the mask off so the reason I bring that up is because we're going to talk to a gentleman by the name of Michael Petgrave who's local to me and I just found this out actually who had him and some of his team had respiratory issues growing up. So they started up a company to innovate filters. All right, so your standard furnace filter, that, like a standard pleat you'd throw into your furnace, they took it upon themselves to research and innovate that style of filter. Now, we're going to talk about some of the tech that's involved in this because there's an app that comes with... uh, the smart version of the filter and it actually tells you how much capacity is left within the filter now they're using a method that's very simple very very simple actually because you can actually do this manually I've done it manually for years and we're going to talk about that during the podcast but they they've they've included tech into the filter that allows it to notify the app so you can look to see how much capacity is left in your filter so it's it's a cool podcast we're going to talk about Michael's journey through right from having these these respiratory issues and why they started this company and the process they've had until now so Michael Petgrave's coming up guys the filter is called the Alvi filter and you're going to hear more about it right now I've got one in my house it's been in there for about six months and I've been trying it out for them so Michael's coming up right now, guys. This is the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry, discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. Hey Michael, how you doing tonight, man?
1: Not too bad at all. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing all right. It's been a uh, it's been a an easy week so far. hasn't been too crazy yet. No, I guess the the, lab, the Labor Day weekend, and then I came back, and then yesterday was a bit of a, a fiasco because I pulled a pump out, and I found that the motor inside the pump or it was attached to the pump had suffered some damage and I couldn't get the coupling off. And then I had to call the customer and I'm like, you need a new motor. (laughs) Today was, today was pretty good. I just changed uh, a, a control board on a, on a makeup air and and set it all up and stuff like that. So that was, that was quite easy. So how how have you been?
1: I've been okay. It's uh, just things are getting back to normal and uh, it's been a pretty easy week. Nothing too crazy happening. Um, A lot of smooth sailing, so I can't complain.
0: Awesome. So we got something very cool to talk about. And I I think the audience is going to be see, anytime there's a new, a new ish, or uh, a new version or a new spin or an innovative product to what already exists, there's always, there's always this polarity thing, like, there's the negative, and there's the positive, and they come together. And finally, after a while, everybody just kind of forms an opinion. But until then, everybody just kind of makes up their own their own ideas of, of what what is and that's why you're here today is to to provide us with some facts and and um, some real hard information on on your filter that you guys have created I need, I need to hear the backstory so we're here to talk about the Alvi filter I mean I put one in my home that you guys sent me but we need to hear the backstory first as to how this all came about if you don't mind
1: not a problem. I'll start from the beginning. So uh, my one of my co-founders and CEOs, Devin Rample, um, we've always kind of had this within us to try and save the world. So we've been at it since 2012. And when we had finished up our first sustainable innovation project, uh, we wanted to do something more consumer facing, uh, not just something that could help solve a, uh, one company's problem, but try and solve uh, problem that's facing um, every everyday Canadians and everyday homeowners, so uh, when we looked to start out on our next project we we wanted to do something that was close to the heart, and air quality, although we haven't been involved with it since the beginning, was something that uh, kind of both affected both of us so speaking for myself i I was diagnosed with bronchitis, so it uh, it does kind of flare up during the winter months so Uh, Air quality has always been important to me and my family. And uh, speaking on behalf of Devin, uh, he suffered from childhood asthma. And um, Mm -hmm. when he was young, it actually stunted his growth. So uh, as we started to think about how we were going to attack the indoor air quality problem, we started looking at uh, what was happening in the home and how we could really affect and and make a positive change. And uh, what we noticed uh, about three years ago when we started on this project was that uh, innovation was happening in literally every area of the home. Everything was going smart. Your, your lights, uh, nest was starting to make a big splash. But, um, one area of the home, uh, that you're pretty familiar with, um, was, uh, kind of out of sight, out of mind. And that was the furnace room. So we had looked at, um, the furnace filter that really the traditional filter that hadn't been innovated in decades. And we we're just like, well, how do we make a better furnace filter? And, How do we make it connect to all aspects in the home? So that's kind of where the challenge was born out of. And um, from there, we uh, took the idea to our our local innovation factory. And with the help of our local college, uh, Sheridan College, who was uh, extremely supportive throughout the process, we were able to get a small grant off the ground and start to do some concept generation testing. And then uh, over the course of 2017 and 2018, we are really focused on developing the, the smart aspect of the tech. And um, when we came about in 2018, we were actually paired up with uh, another company in our Eco Filters who was doing some great work and had been uh, doing some uh, been in the business for a very long time and doing, been doing a lot of things with the air quality side of things. And we really saw uh, the perfect marriage of our two uh, technologies. So. Out of that Alvi was born, and what we wanted to do really from the start was is uh, uh, brand the filter as um, give it a personality um, and also uh, just make it look different than the traditional filter that we had been accustomed to uh, in our home so yeah, that's kind of the the origin story of alvi
0: cool yeah it's it's always nice to hear how things happened I mean because you you look at a company like Amazon. And you're like, wow, what what a giant! But then, when you actually go back and and read about the history, right, of, of how it began, um, it was it was guys sitting on the floor <laughs> of, of a <laughs> tiny little warehouse with a couple of tables, like packing boxes, um, and and now it's this massive global thing. Um, so hearing the backstory is awesome, and and I guess you kind of hit home with me when you were talking about, um. I guess the, the bronchitis and then the asthma is because my my youngest son was born and a uh, couple weeks after he was born, he was back in the hospital with RSV, um, which is a respiratory um, syndrome. And, and my middle son, he had asthma and he had to be taken to the hospital and put on a, a ventilator um, or maybe just oxygen. Sorry, it was just oxygen and not a ventilator, an oxygen mask. And, and he had some shot of adrenaline or or some sort of uh, steroid that kind of opened up his airways. And <laughs> he, was a, he came home and he was just a nut bar. He was like three years old yeah, he and he like was running around the house everywhere. And then I have um, I have seasonal allergies and I have allergies to dust. Like if I go dust something and a little bit squirts up, I'm sneezing for like a couple hours after. So I feel you on on, on that. So you guys wanted to create this filter and you sent me one. And I put it in my furnace and it's the same size as the 16 by 25 by one standard pleat that was in there that like the frame is the exact same size. I slid it in, I plugged it in and I connected it to the app and I had a bunch of questions for you, which is normal because it was new and I was trying to figure it all out. So do you want to take me through exactly what the filter you sent me out is is the Alvi smart, right? That's what that's what it's called.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, the smart line of our filters that we're currently offering. So, uh, the model that you've actually got in your home, like you said, it replaces um, uh, your traditional furnace filter. And the beauty of it is, is you can simply slide out um, your old pleated or traditional filter and slide all the in, and it, it fits in smoothly. Connect it to um, uh, the power head, uh, just connect it and supply power. And then, like you said, download the app from the iOS or uh Apple Play Store and few easy steps uh just to getting to know your Albi unit with uh, the user setup process and like that you're ready to go and just connects over Wi-Fi. So pretty seamless process and I'm I'm glad to hear that uh you had an easy time installing it as well.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah the, the installing um the installation part and connecting to the app was was easy. So the hard time I had with it and, and I'm that's why you're here because you're gonna explain is like how does this app know how much filter life is left in this thing? Like, what, what is it doing to, to know and, and communicating to, to, to the app to tell me how much time is left in the filter? And the explanation you guys gave me uh, made sense. So, so you want to explain exactly how it monitors the filter life?
1: Yeah, not a problem. That's a really good question. Um, so right now inside of uh, your Albi device, we have a sensor and in an a emitter so what it is is uh, we are shining a light in the filter and for the first time ever we are able to capture what your filter looks like from an optical perspective so we are continuously monitoring the filters dust profile as it gets more and more soiled, and as we send those readings back to our app we're able to tell the degradation of the filter over time and um, uh, the data we've been collecting has been pretty it's been pretty amazing because we've been able to pick up some key insights of, about not only what's happening with your filter, but also a representation of what's happening in your home, as you know. Right. So uh, a, a drop, a significant drop in filter life. What we learned was corresponding to uh, what, we're, what we like to call indoor air quality events that are happening in the home. So when LV detects one of these air quality events, it will alert the user to uh, uh, just to bring that attention to them and then uh, just let them know to um, just keep an eye on things. And um, yeah, so uh, with that, we're able to monitor the, the overall filter performance. Um, we're able to look at uh, a measure of the indoor air quality in the environment or in the, uh, in the building that Alvee's installed. We're also able to alert the user to indoor air quality events that are happening in the home, all from using uh, our sensor equipment that's uh, inside of your Alvee filter.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's kinda of, kind of amazing how all that technology is inside that filter. And one of the the things I said to you is that is something that I've done for years is like if I'm doing a maintenance and I look at a filter that's installed in a machine and it has surface dirt on it, I'll take it out and I'll hold it up to the sun and I can see right through the thing. So it's not really dirty, it's just got a discoloration to the media. And then I was also telling you, and and, and I'd like you to explain this too is that I've talked to a couple people that say they can see through the filter, but it's plugged because of some sort of maybe mineral mineral in the humidifier, like the the maybe the, the humidifier they're using has some sort of minerals in the water and it kind of jams itself onto the filter, but the mineral is actually um, transparent, so the light actually shines through it. But you explained to me how Alvi can detect that too, right?
1: Yeah, so... Um- uh it was a conscious choice so in our initial testing phase we were looking at what was going to be the best method to determine uh, the filter soil level and we're actually using a particular type of uh of emitter which is uh, a white light and with that light uh we're able to break down the different color bands into red green and blue and what that allows us to see is um, the different dust profile. So. Uh, like you had said, that mineral content doesn't really have a dark tinge to it. So um, to the naked eye, we can't see this, but uh, ALVI, uh, the sensor equipment inside ALVI, is actually able to uh, detect those minor changes. So what we've seen in some of our testing phases is uh, homes that are uh, closer to freeways or uh, more or in more urban areas, the, the, the dust profile seems to be a little bit darker. Um, mm-hmm. But for people living out in uh, wooded areas, uh, the dust profile tends to be a little bit more green. And and then like the uh, in the case that you just mentioned, sometimes this could be white dust. Uh, and in all of these situations, because of the type of uh, the LED that we're using, we're able to pick up all of these profiles and get an accurate measure of how soil your filter is. That's
0: cool. So basically, it's a futuristic version of the the old school HVAC tech looking through the filter up at the, the light.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, um, that was one of the things that um, uh, even my, when I first installed my Alvi filter in, inside of my house, my dad was uh, involved with changing the filter and he would do the same thing, just holding it up to the light. So uh, what is doing is doing that for you. So Uh, No more forgetting, no more out of sight, out of mind type of thing. And uh, you're changing your filter when, when it's required. So not only can you maintain the air quality in your home, but uh, you're not causing any undue harm to your HVAC system from working extra hard to push air through your clogged filter.
0: Mm -hmm. And you guys have a bunch of third, third third-party testing on, on a bunch of stuff um, that pertains to the the filter and, and the one thing that I noticed and, and the one thing that I read before I put it in is that the pressure drop across the filter is way less than the standard one inch pleat, because we all know, well, most of us know, or a lot of us know that a one inch pleated filter is like airflow death to an air handler or furnace, um, wherever it may be. And and I can tell, like, as soon as I slide that filter in, you can hear, you can hear the res- the restriction. Okay. Mm. And then, when you slide it out and it's dirty, you can you can obviously hear as you slide it out that air is just it's it's just it's got that gust it's it's flowing and then when you put the clean one in, it just dampens that right down so you can hear it with your ear. I've never actually put like a, a magnahelic gauge across or my manometer across to check it, which I should actually. Um, but when I put the Alvi one in, I didn't hear that sound because the pressure drop is is reduced heavily right
1: it is it's uh in in most cases well if you're on the higher end and you're using a, a higher MERV-rated filter in your home you have indoor air quality concerns um in most cases Alvi is going to be up to three times or four times less restrictive to airflow and just about your your earlier comment on the, the type of testing that we've done is one of the is one of the things that we focused on is, is pressure drop like you said so um, we've done our testing at Blue Heaven, which is uh, an air quality monitoring company that uh, just where uh, filter companies like us or air quality companies would send their devices just to get tested. And uh, during that test, we put up it against uh, a couple of different MERV rated filters. And we were able to see um, in most cases at various CFM levels, no matter how high you went, we were still three to four times less restrictive. Than your uh, traditional pleated filter, which was awesome, and that's for a couple of reasons. Is we number one is we don't utilize restriction in order to uh, capture the particles that are moving throughout your home or your system. Uh, we actually use a polarized system. So what that by using polarization, we uh, don't have to utilize the restrictive media. And actually, inside of the filter is a lofted glass fabric that is easy on your system uh, and uh, provides cleaner air and uh, significantly lower energy consumption for a home or building, as you notice. Uh,
0: Restricted air across a heat exchanger is not good because it can overheat. um, Maybe not to the point where it's setting off the high limit, but it can overheat to the point where every time it runs, it could be creating a little bit of damage, a little bit of damage and create weak spots and cracks. In in that heat exchanger, so having the the correct airflow across it, or, or more airflow across it, I think would help with that. Um. So the the polarization thing, like how how exactly does that work? Because you, you were explaining to me this the other day on the phone. But if you want to just give us a, a rundown again on on how it how it actually happens within the filter.
1: Okay, I'm gonna put on my science hat for a moment here. Uh, awesome. So, we love uh, science. <laughs> So, uh, ALVI is actually a powered filter. So, you would simply, uh, without every ALVI unit, as you know, they supplied with a power adapter. So, you'd plug in ALVI into your standard receptacle, a uh, standard outlet, uh, supplies 110 volts. All right, guys, a little tool that I've
0: been showing off lately is the SUPCO fuse testing kit. All right, it's a very cool tool. What it comes with is a three amp breaker, a five amp breaker, some wiring and some fuse adapters. So you would use this in place of fuses that are blowing on a low voltage circuit. So you use the three amp breaker, the five amp breaker, the breaker will trip. So you're not wasting a fuse every time as you're troubleshooting and looking for the short that's causing the problem. It's well-priced and it comes with what you need to get started i mean some of you guys have made your own but i mean it's a very convenient kit it's all set up and i've seen it at a a bunch of suppliers so check that one out guys from supco danfoss like i told you guys before is having a virtual trade show live two-day event it's called cooling united live by danfoss october 7th and 8th i'm gonna leave the link in the podcast notes so you guys can go check it out and sign up but wherever you are you can visit from your mobile device which is pretty cool if you're on a break or on lunch you can check out what's happening in the virtual trade show. Testo is having some virtual stuff happening very soon as well. Uh, They're having some webinars. One that I'm interested in is the combustion analysis webinar. I do heating but I don't do a ton of combustion analysis just because we work on a ton of rooftops and most cases we're not going around putting Combustion analyzer in a rooftop on a tight maintenance is just not done unless there's a problem. Um, So I don't do a ton of it, and I'm interested in more education when it comes to combustion analysis, uh, mainly for setting up burners that have air and gas mixers at high, low fire. You you, got to set them up right. So that's what I'm interested in. And there's a lot of ins and outs. Can't even talk ins and outs to combustion analysis that we should all learn and know, especially if we're doing. Heating, boilers, and, and whatnot. Um, the Blue On app, very cool app, filled with tools, twenty five thousand unit manuals. Now, to my friends in the US, you've got you guys have had Blue On for a while. I hear it's just now available in Canada at HTS, which is very cool. So, guys, download the app, get accredited, and you can start using Blue On. As an r22 replacement if your heart desires and there's lots of education within that app as well so let's get back to michael but before we do just remember true tech tools eight percent off with promo code know it all that's excluding fluke and fleer products let's get back to michael so now that power is supplied how does the polarization take place within the filter
1: also, oh, once your, um, once your adapter is all plugged in and set to go, um, what Alvi does is it's actually generating a polarized field around your filter. So inside of the filter, we have, uh, our lofted glass media and contained on the outside is, uh, the metal frame of Alve. And by supplying that, um, that power throughout the filter, what it's creating in between those two metal plates is a dielectric field. And what a dielectric field is, is as the particles move through this field, they become charged. And what's happening as they get charged, they become agglomerated and thus combine to each other, thus increasing the likelihood that they would get caught in Alve's filter media. And um, in traditional filters, they are just caught on the outside of the filter. And one of the major strengths to Alve is, is throughout its filter life, you can actually maintain that lower pressure drop because it's not prone to uh, surface loading. The particles themselves, as they become charged, are actually binding to the individual strands of the filter. Uh, And what that does, it allows us to extend the filter life of algae. And by using that active polarization, we don't have to utilize highly restrictive pleated filter media to achieve uh, a high rate of particulate capture. that's one of the, those are just a couple of the major benefits of, uh, of the polarization technology.
0: Yeah. And, and it, <clears throat> you say that like face load or front load or whatever it is, like a media filter. Like if you look at the back of a media filter, there's no dirt on it, all the dirt's on the front. But <clears throat> I think it was just the other day, two days ago, I, I took the Alve out and I, and I put it up to the light and I can actually see dirt embedded like past the surf like the front of it, past the the where it would surface load on a pleat. I can see it embedded, like in different spots within within the depth of the filter. So I can actually see that happening uh, um,
1: in real time.
0: Yeah, yeah. W- what you're saying, I can actually see it physically happening on that filter. So it makes a lot of sense to me, anyway. So as far as a Merv like. I don't know. Let's, let's, let's take the, the ALVI and compare it to a MERV just so people can get, kind of get an understanding. So, what would you say the equivalent uh, MERV rating would be um, if we we're going to compare it to, to the ALVI?
1: If we were going to compare it to a regular uh, MERV rated filter, ALVI would be on the higher end of that 12 to 13 range. And the main difference being it, without the, uh, the pressure drop and energy draw. That a MERV twelve or thirteen would uh, would uh, inflict on your home's HVAC HVAC system.
0: Okay, cool. Because we we've discovered through COVID, or at least a lot of us um, that read up on filtration and stuff, they're saying that the MERV thirteen filter is is the minimum you should be at to to filter out um, the contaminants in a home. Like if you go under that, basically all you're doing is um stop in big pieces of debris to get into the the system and you're not really protecting the the health of the the people in the home you're just protecting the system from getting dirty. So that's that if you put the MERV 13 in it is very restrictive to air. So if the alve is equivalent to that with way less restriction then I think you're you're winning there, you know what I mean? For sure. Awesome. So the other question I had is because there's a, a lot of people out there that love their, their UV lights, um, or their air purifiers, or I've got a Remy halo in, in my home. And I'm, I'm telling you right now that it does make a difference. And with odors, um, I've found it's made a difference during the winter time with the kids being sick less. I mean, this is just anecdotal stuff. I don't have any like laboratory tests or, or, or to, to, to prove to prove this but i i know how my home usually operates and and how people get and and sicknesses and all that kind of stuff and i have seen a difference I, I will be honest about that so can we use the alvi in conjunction with this stuff
1: yeah that's the beauty of alvi is is it's not going to detract you from using your your air purifiers throughout the home um it's uh it works in combination with all of these things because it's being installed in your furnace, uh, the central location that's bringing in air uh, into your home and then circulating throughout your home. Um, Alve is really going to play well with all of those types of additional filtration um, products that you could that many people have within their homes. Right, so it's uh, mm-hmm. it's not a case to be like install Alve throughout your Dyson air filter or air purifier. It's keep your Dyson air purifier in the rooms that you feel that you need them and still have be installed in your furnace, taking care of the main air, uh, filtering the main, uh, um, the larger amount of air that's circulating throughout your home, right? Which is the central HVAC system.
0: Cool. So, I mean, how would, how would one go about, I guess, Figuring out what because is, is just the two like the Alvi Smart and the Alvi Air, just one has the app and one it just doesn't have the app. Is that how it is right now?
1: Yeah, that's how we have it set up. So Alvi air users would be getting all the benefits of the air quality and the uh, the reduced energy consumption and on the smart side uh, for those uh, for those users that like to have that additional level of access to uh, filter performance and uh, the air quality events that are happening in the home. Uh, they would be more, I would suggest going with an i smart.
0: Okay. So what sizes do these things come in? Cause that's something I've never, never really asked. Cause I know I've got the 16 by 25 um, by one, but what sizes can these or, or are they available in?
1: Well, that's a great question. So 16 by 25 by one kind of does make up over 80% of the market, but, mm-hmm. um, with, home HVAC installation, you could get uh, some custom uh, sized uh, dock work inside the home. So the great thing about Alvi is we manufacture all standard and non-standard sizes. So that's your 16 by 25, your standard sizes are your 16 by 25 by 1, 16 by 20 by 1, 20 by 25 by 1. And the list goes on in terms of the standard sizes. And uh, we're also able to incorporate uh, uh, custom ALBI units as well for those that do have, um, for those homes that do not have a standard size. Like for a consumer right now uh, that went into Home Depot, you're really only going to have access to five standard sizes to purchase from and then be forced to go to uh, an HVAC supplier uh to purchase those non-standard sizes and the great thing about avi is we're able to make all of those sizes and in one inch and two inch
0: okay and you know something i didn't even know that you guys were um a local company to me um when you first reached out to me uh i had no idea and then i spoke to your <laughs> i spoke to your um your your coworker uh nav and he told me that he was based out of brampton i i grew up in brampton and you said you were at Sher- Sheridan College, and man, I I lived down the street from Sheridan College for years, and I drive by it quite often actually, when I'm uh, when I'm heading uh, across Steeles Avenue. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is that's totally right awesome. I was just yeah, going to some- say it's 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 total it's totally awesome. And you mentioned um, Canadian homeowners off the bat. I don't know if you used homeowner or or or. People or in general, but you guys are not just in Canada. You're 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 available in the U.S. markets as well too.
1: Yes, we are a, a large a large portion of our, our customer base right now is in the United States. Um, okay. But uh, as you mentioned, we are uh, we are a Canadian born uh, group of founders. Are all of the tech has been developed in uh, in Canada, uh, more specifically, uh, right in our home, Brampton, Ontario and with the help of uh of brampton college uh like sheridan college so we've been very very lucky to be able to do this with uh, a bunch of people that call brampton home and it's something that we're really proud about and obviously with the support of of sheridan college we would not be here today without them so it's a it's a good story um when you tell it that way that we're this was born and bred and uh, right in our own backyard
0: yeah v- very cool so like i mean you hear all these stories of uh All these tech companies starting out in the garage and and many failed attempts and stuff so like where did you guys have did you guys have a garage you worked out of when you were trying to (laughs) figure all this stuff out or like how did or or was it done at the college like how did it go
1: Um, uh mix of (laughs) both yeah um but uh i think all good ideas come out of the basement or some back room somewhere and then eventually um, as as we were we were just lucky enough that we we met the right uh professor uh at Sheridan College, Amin Gobiety, who was very supportive from day one about he really saw the, the vision and where we were trying to take it. But um uh yes, we did get our start out in the garage and then uh very quickly and with the support of, of the college, we were able to transition into a lab space and give us access to a lot of equipment and allowed us to develop the tactile right there on site.
0: That's cool, man. So this podcast started not in a garage or a basement. (laughs) It started in a bathroom, like a, a literally like four by six bathroom. That's where it started because I was trying to get away from the loudness of my family. And I was on a little terrible mic that had all these like pops and, uh, I don't know i guess they call them pops when you hear that popping sound because it didn't yeah. have the right pop filter and stuff so my podcast started in a bathroom so i mean i've i've been there now i'm sitting i've i've graduated to the basement um nice. i have myself a little little bit of a, a setup but when i look out into the rest of the basement it's just boxes and toys and just junk so i mean hopefully hopefully we get rid of this junk soon as my kids grow up and get older and I can turn this whole place into a into a podcasting studio, perhaps. Maybe. We'll see.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. I and mean, I'd have to make the visit out in person to see ya.
0: Oh yeah. Well I wouldn't let anybody else come down here the way it is. <laughs> no nobody's coming in my basement right now except for me. All right. Well that's that's uh that's awesome stuff, man. Uh it's it's cool to talk to people that have done the research, done the homework, uh, put pen to paper and went, went beyond that and developed something of their own and now are going balls to the wall and trying to bring this to the rest of the world to help people. I, I think that's really commendable and and you believe in your product. Obviously you're very knowledgeable in the product. So that means you've spent time learning it and developing it and and you've stuck with it. So thanks, man. I appreciate it
1: uh thank you very much um uh i appreciate you um having me on the podcast to speak about air quality not many not many channels are uh uh, are conducive to this type of discussion so i thank you on behalf of the cleanair.ai team for having us here and speaking about uh alvi
0: yeah no problem and hey you'll you'll see with this COVID thing there's a ton of podcasts out there that will talk about indoor air quality now just just because right just because it's yeah. a hot topic, so I'm sure there's many other podcasts you could get yourself onto for sure. But in the meantime, I'm going to continue to monitor. I actually just looked at the, uh, the app not too long ago before we got onto the uh, the call. And my, hold on, what's it at now? It is at fifty six percent life. 50 per- 56% life remaining, right? Is that yes. what that means? Okay. That's what it means. Awesome. And then we got like a, a bar graph or a line or like a line graph, I should say, um, with the percentage down the left-hand side, the dates across the bottom, and then a, a little, uh, a little circle down at the bottom with that same line graph showing the percentage. So, it's it's a uh, it's a very it's it's easy to look at the app. It's not hard. It's not um, something that if you're not tech savvy, you're going to have a hard time understanding. So that that I think is important too.
1: Yeah, it was very important to make the, the setup and the dashboard uh, as easy as possible. And uh, if I could share a quick story, when we were getting oh, yeah. our when yeah. we were getting our start out, we actually launched our first crowdfunding campaign we all wrapped our, we all came to the table and we're like, um, who do you think is going to be our target market? And we were like, millennial home buyers. It has to be millennial home buyers. They're the ones that have a receptiveness to tech, right? They're buying new homes. And that was our hypothesis. And uh, we learned very quickly that uh, the tech was actually resonating with the older demographic. So uh, a lot of our early uh, adopters of the technology were actually 55 plus uh, and even over 65 so wow. it was it was good to know that it was it was uh, exciting to learn and um also and provided us with a lot of key insights about how we were going to be able to make this app as easy as possible to use easiest setup as possible so literally whether or not you are uh somebody that spends their time on tech blogs or somebody that just uh changes their filter every once in a while we wanted to make it as easy as possible so
0: uh, yeah it's 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 good you did it like that and and it makes sense that if if the the uh the baby boomer generation is uh is able to handle it i mean these these younger kids should be able to handle it no problem i mean it's basically just a line graph that shows you the, your percentage of life left in the filter and, and that's that's all you need to see you don't need to see anything else really
1: Yes, exactly. So no more out of sight, out of mind, right? It's right there in your pocket. You can take it wherever you go and get a snapshot of what the air quality in the home is like. So that was the goal. And that's that's great that uh, you're enjoying uh, using the app as well.
0: Yeah. Awesome, man. So I will, I will let you go. And, um, I want to thank you for getting on, on here. And I got to thank you for the, um, for the experience of trying out the filter as well, because, uh, I always like to be one of the first ones if possible to try out this new this new tech that's coming into the industry just so i I can grasp it understand it and then if anybody has questions for me, I can help answer them I or guide so. them or or you know what I mean and I don't want to be lost in the in the dust when it comes to all this new stuff so I like to I like to keep a handle on it all
1: that's awesome so uh thank you once again for. Uh, being a guinea pig and and allowing us to test it inside your home, it really meant a lot to us. So thank you so much for being a tester.
0: Yeah, not a problem, man. And you enjoy your night. And when this podcast comes out, you might have some people calling you or landing on your website. So
1: (laughs) hopefully, right? Hopefully. So uh, thank you once again for allowing us to be here and speak about our, our tech. This has really been amazing. And thank you on behalf of our team.
0: Yeah, and, and the last thing, I mentioned website. Please let everybody know how they can get a hold of you guys.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, right now, you could just go to www.cleanair.ai, and uh, you can purchase an Albi for your home, an Albi Air or an Albi Smart, directly right through our website. Uh, you'll have all the sizing options uh, located there. For whatever reason you don't see your, your size mentioned there, just select other. And, uh, somebody from our team will reach out to you just to guide you through, uh, how to size, uh, the i correctly for your home. Perfect.
0: Awesome. That was pretty Thanks. easy.
1: That was, that that was, was easy. easy. <laughs> just like the
0: app. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Michael, you have a, a great night and, uh, I'll talk to you later, man. For sure.
1: All right. Take care. Have a great night, brother. Talk take to it you. easy. Bye. Bye.
0: So there's something to be said about grinding, grinding it out. My 11 year old says this all the time He's like, "Like, what are you doing bud? He's like, oh, I'm grinding out some YouTube videos Because he plays He streams When he plays on, on his PS4 He streams it onto YouTube And he's trying to grow a following And he's grinding it out So he's dedicated to, to the grind Right um, Michael's dedicated to the grind You can tell by how knowledgeable he is And the work that him and his team have put in now, when it comes to indoor air quality, there's there's a lot of polarizing conversations that happen on social media, whether to use technology like this that plugs in, or whether to just use a straight straight up HEPA filter that slides in into the furnace and and be done with it and monitor it and change it whenever you need to. So, do your research, guys. Stay stay on the ball and make sure that you're making the right decision for you and your family. But As part of being in the HVAC industry and having a podcast, these things I find very interesting because, one, it propels things forward, right? Every time somebody gets an idea and wants to make it better, it propels things forward. And there's always a learning experience, a learning curve, and that's why I put one in my house to test out for these guys and give them some feedback, and we've been talking here and there during this time. So anyway, Michael, thanks for getting on here, man. I wish you guys a lot of luck, and I hope your hard work pays off for you guys. But I'm out. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.